before my mom transitioned, I asked her a question, you know, what should I do? Return to LA or go back to, to China? And she said, go back to China. She wasn't all the way on board with me going all the way to China to teach. But the way that she said it was like, no, go back there. And so that helped me make the decision to go back. So 2015, I went back. And 2016, I returned to the jungle. I felt so appreciative that I was able to cope with my mom transitioning. I just wanted to go and be thankful to not only, you know, to, to, to the process, to the ayahuasca experience, to God himself, because I really feel like so many things were done in a soft way where I can handle it. Um, and so I went back. And 2016 was really interesting for me uh, when I went back. And again, forgive me because I, I haven't read any notes. But here's another four ceremonies. And let me jump to just right into the ceremony. The first part of the ceremony that, again, and I'm going to talk about it combined. Basically, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do, you guys, is I haven't read any notes and all this stuff. Like I said, I've been putting, I put it out of my mind because I just have to move forward, man. Because it's, it's so, what does all this stuff mean? And when you do that so much, like, I'm a deep thinker, right? And I think about this stuff. I don't, and I don't want to say too much because I don't, but when I get feeling that it's too much, I stop it. And so I really stopped it. I just stopped it, man. And that's why I feel like I'm not prepared to talk about ayahuasca because there's so many details that I know that I've written down, that I recorded for moments like this, but this one is really raw. And so I'm, I'm asking for your forgiveness because it might be cluttered as I speak because I'm not, I'm not basing it off of notes. Just telling you what I telling you right now. This time in the jungle, uh, I felt more confidence uh, because I had done it before. But every time, every single time is new. Um, I was really happy to be back. There were several people still there that was there before, and I was really happy about that. Especially Jill was still there. And I felt more comfortable this time. Again, you, every time you go into a ceremony, you take it really seriously. But I just felt like I knew what to expect. No matter what came, I still was better prepared uh, for the unknown. So I don't know which one to tell you first because this one has four points. That's so important. Hmm. Let's start with my mom's. Before one of the first ceremonies, the first one or the second one, right before I went, because normally ceremony you start around 8.30ish or something like that, 8, 8.30, and you get there a little early to get your space and meditate and all that. So let's say you're in there by 7 or so, 
Um, so this is right before I take shower. I have a little routine that I always do. So this is around four or five. It's still daylight, but everybody got that little calm nervousness going on, you know. And I would never forget, right? I have pictures of this one. I have pictures. Right outside of my cabin, um, there was a hen. And she was like scratching in this place. So I took out my camera, I took some stills, and I took some video of it. And I was wondering, what is she doing? But when I realized what she was doing, like she was covering up these five eggs, right? And again, this one I can prove because I, I actually have pictures and video of this one. She was covering, like she was warming up or hiding or doing something to these five eggs. And I took pictures and took some videos, took my shower, put on my clothes, got ready for the ceremony. When I went into the ceremony, um, I was laying next to a particular person, and she is really sweet. And I remember laying there, and suddenly after I drank and everything, you know, I started looking over at her, and she represented like a woman. Well, she's a woman, but she represented a woman. And it was like an empty space next to her. This is real. This is really an empty space next to her. And she represented a woman. She's really a woman. But the point is, the way I saw that was like, me at the time, I didn't have anybody for myself. And I'm not talking about girlfriends and all this type of stuff. Like, I don't have any kind of family or something. So it really represented that for me. I don't know why. Like, I, that was the first thing I remember. Like, I just saw this image. So I'm laying there thinking about that. And then suddenly... Like, all this feeling of, like, you're a warrior started coming over me. Like, like I have a sword or a staff and, like, all these things, like a crown is being put on my head. And, like, all this feeling of you're something special started coming over me. And, and it's just, like, this thing. I'm just, like, what is this, right? Then suddenly I feel like I'm shaking like I have feathers. I don't really have feathers, but it's like some feathers over my head, like shaking my body. And what I can relate it to is like like the hen when she was shaking her feathers to as she was moving to cover those eggs. And so it's this whole thing, this experience of me shaking as as someone's talking to me. But that someone who's talking to me was my mom. There was no, you know, I, I, I really hope, if anybody do listen to this, sometimes I hope that they actually had an experience similar so they don't think I'm totally crazy because this is so real, man. So my mom is talking to me without any words. And her shaking of the feathers is, uh, is doing the talking and doing the chastising and doing everything. So my mom was, again, this is no words, but she's talking. I hear every single word she's saying without any words being spoken. 
And it's just the feather movements, like just shaking side to side. And she's telling me so many different things. Now, before she passed away, I forget why we started talking about this, but I was telling her this cool story um, that I heard. Um, you know, when a plane crashes, people look for the black box. The black box is uh, where they keep data, and even if it crashed, that pretty much is made to maintain. And people say, why do you don't make the whole plane out of a black box? But And this speaker, I forget who the speaker was, was saying, don't let anybody... Uh, damage your black box, you know, keep keep that joy, keep whatever it is inside, don't let anybody damage what's inside of your black box, so I was sharing that with my mom in the hospital, so when my mom came to me in ceremony, uh, she was telling me so many things, but this time my mom was saying so many good things about me, and she's never said anything, she, she's, I, I don't want my mom to sound like the mean person, she's not, she's the funniest, nicest person in the world, but to me, she just never was so sensitive, Cause maybe because I was too sensitive already, so she couldn't be so sensitive. Well, actually, she told me that, so now I know. But um, uh, she she's shaking her 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 feathers and everything. She's telling me so many great things about myself, and I never heard her say these things at all. I ne I just I didn't even think I didn't know what my mama thought about me because she never really said anything about me that was like she outside of just this is my son or this 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 she never said she was proud of me she never said she never said any any <laughs> she ain't never said any nice things <laughs> it's hard to say that but it's kind of true my man you never really say so many nice things uh, uh about me even though my whole life was dedicated to making my mom proud you know Basketball, she didn't like it, and I was a standout with that, you know. Um, when I went to college, I never heard her say so much about that. I was the first one in our family to go, and I don't know. Uh, so I never really heard any, my mom say anything really, really outstanding about me or something, which I just learned to deal with. I did so many outstanding things, but she never recognized them, in my opinion. But this particular time, she was saying so many things. And I remember after she was saying so many nice things, she said, your black box is perfect. And that made me cry. I, like, again, I, hear, I talk a lot about crying here. I don't cry so much. But that made me cry because what she was saying, so many different kinds of things. And then she said, my black box was perfect. And that was really, really nice to hear. And um, she told me so many other things, too. She told me she was sorry. She told me to forgive her. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Forgive you for what? But she said, forgive her. She said, she, this is what she told me specifically. She said she couldn't be so sensitive towards me because I was so sensitive towards her. And you know, this is a woman raising boys in a tough city. So I understand my mom. She had, I'm so sensitive towards her. If she gave that same sensitivity back, now maybe I will be like, too sensitive in her mind. And so she, even though she needed somebody to say that to her, which she said, she loved when I treated her that way, which she said, but she never gave me that same reaction back. And she said, because she felt like she couldn't. And so she explained it to me in this ceremony, why she never really said anything nice to me, but she always thought so highly of me. And so that was a uh, 
Yeah, that was that was interesting to hear. And uh, the part that I didn't care so much for was her saying to forgive her because you know, I'm I'm really the person who I forgive everything from everybody for the most part, and I don't hold grudges. And with my mom, I don't even need to forgive because I don't hold nothing because I understand my mom's journey. I understand what she had to deal with, including me. I love my mom, and I'm this, but I'm not so easy either. I'm I'm a teenage boy, at, you know, growing up and. You know, you got to think about all these things, even though I wasn't into anything bad whatsoever, you still got to think about it. And so, and we don't have any father figures at all. And, you know, you become strong and tall. And so they have to do what they have to do, unfortunately, in the society we live in where women have to be men and women. So I understood my mom's dilemma my whole life. I really did. But it still was so nice to hear my mom say so many nice things about me. But then it all ended quickly, right? <laughs> like I knew it was a trick. I knew it was something to all these nice words, says sugar. I knew it was something. Because suddenly she started shooing me away. Like her feather, she's pushing me away. Like, like I'm at her skirt, her dress, the hem of her dress. And she's pushing me away. She's telling me to go away. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, so you leave me, then now you come back this, and now you're pushing me away again? And I just could not understand that, man. I just could not understand it. And so she's telling me, just let her go, let her go, let her go. And I'm like, man, what? Let you go what? Like, I'm not, because you passed away? I'm cool with that, man. And she's like, no, let me go. I'm like, let you go what? Like, I'm not holding on to you, player. <laughs> she's like, let me go. And she keeps saying it over and over again. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, okay. Shoe, <laughs> shoe fly don't bother me. You know, I'm like okay. I get to the point because this goes on for for over I think 30 minutes to an hour of actual time, even though it feels longer than that. But it's like actual time, 30 minutes to an hour of her telling me to get away from her. Right? I'm like, you know, let her go, let her go, let her go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. I'm like what the hell? I'm not holding. I'm I ain't even cry. I'm, I'm thinking about you know when she left. I'm thinking solely about that. Like, what am I doing? Am I causing you troubles in the afterlife? Am I thinking about you too much? What What are we talking about here, man? I thought we were talking about my black box. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm just confused, man, to the point where I just give up. Like, man, okay, deuces. What did I just say? What did I just do? My mama's gone forever now? And after I did that, it was like another hour, so I was struggling, man. I'm hearing all this other stuff. I'm struggling. But then my mom comes back to me, and she says, uh, you know, these five eggs. And when she said these five eggs, immediately my brain flashes to this hen outside of my house. I mean, my, outside of the, the, the cabin. And this hen was covering five eggs, and my mom has five kids. And she was saying, these five eggs are my eggs. Get your own eggs. Her exact quote was, get your own eggs. And what that meant to me was, like I said, I, I'm the second oldest, not the oldest, but I always felt, you know, you know New Jack City, are you, am, are, am I my brother's keeper? Are you my brother's keeper? Or whatever it is. Yes, I am. Like... Like, I really love my siblings so much. I can see them every day or I can not see them ever. 
like my siblings are really important to me. They're they're an extension of my mom in the greatest way, and like they all are heroic to me in some way, shape, or form. Like my big brother is the best big brother. My brother right under me is I just admire so much about him. Like my sister is a princess to me, and my baby brother is like looking at myself in the mirror. So like all my my siblings, I just. I always adored them. I always let them know I love them so much. Like I always have. I've always been protective of my siblings. Always. And I will always be that way. And I and I and I always feel like I gotta look out for them. Like I don't care I never cared about money in this way. I don't you can have all the money I, you don't have to steal from me. I'll give you everything I got, man. And I'll borrow some and give you that too. And so I've always been that way with my siblings. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever they need, if I can get it, they got it. They don't have to pay me back. They don't owe me nothing ever. So I've always been that way with them. And I felt a burden after mama left. Like, how can I pick up the slack? How can I help deliver to them what mama was delivering to them? In whatever fashion it was. Because each of my siblings needs support in some kind of way. So I did feel like, you know... That was part of my task, I thought. But she was telling me, no, like that's those are my eggs. Even though she's including me, I'm not including me, but she's including me. Like those five eggs are my eggs. Get your own eggs. And so essentially, after she said that, I understood what she was saying, and that was that. There's more to the mom part, but it's so many other parts. I got to get to it. I don't want to belabor that. But when I came back, she was saying, get your own eggs, and that was really important. The next piece, right, right after that, I see a half of a body of a man. It's a dude. I don't, I never seen this dude before in my life. I don't know who he is. And there's a person I met, and you know, I thought she's cool. I thought she's cool, beautiful. This, 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 this. But I'm not thinking about her. And matter of fact, I even think like some of her thinking is like so whack that I'm like, man. Matter of fact, I ain't really trying to deal with her anymore like that. So I'm I'm not even thinking about this person at all. I think the person is fantastic, but at the same time, I'm thinking, mm, the, some of the her thinking, some of the moves, and I'm not so interested. But I'm not at the moment in this in this at the junk in the jungle during this ayahuasca experience. I didn't think about her not one time. So this little man came to me, and he's just I just see half of his body. I don't see waist down. I don't see. I just see waist up. And the dude tells me, you know, um, my daughter loves you. Uh, just be patient with my baby. And then he's talking so many great things about me. I've never, like, my dad is beautiful. My dad is great. My dad is awesome. But I, I've seen my dad, I think, minus when I was a little baby, don't remember. I would say I saw my dad my whole life, a month or two at the most combined. I don't even think it's two months. So if we combine all the days, all the times I saw my dad that I can remember, not infant stages or something, because I'm sh maybe he was around then, I don't know. But when I can remember, I, I think it's not 30 days. I, don't, I think it's not a total of 30 days in my whole life. I really don't think so. And so um, this dude was speaking to me as if he was like my dad or something, you know, like he, he cared about me so much. He wasn't even talking about his daughter. Like after he said, um, be patient with my baby. She loves you so much. This is this is da 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 da. Um, after that, he was just talking about me, and I don't. I've never seen this dude before. I don't know who this dude is. He don't look like nobody I know. He looks 
different. You don't know this dude. I don't know. And so he's just telling me all this stuff. And I know who his daughter is. His daughter is the one I was saying that, you know, I, I met and everything, but I'm I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, ah, I'm not thinking about none of this stuff, you know? So he came, but it wasn't even about what he said about her. It was all the love he was giving me about how important I was, and I don't know how special I am, and so many things. I feel bad saying it. Like part of, let me say something really quickly. I can't speak for other people's uh, journey, especially with ayahuasca. Every one of my ceremonies have been so great that it's almost embarrassing because my struggle is within it being so great, like it's being so beautiful that I'm struggling with that. Like, this can't be real. What is this? Why Why me? Why me? Why, why is this said? I don't believe this shit. Like, it's all that way. It's not something bad that I'm, I, I've seen nothing bad. I've seen nothing scary at all. I've only seen all these beautiful things. And I feel bad about that somehow. Like, what? Why? Why me? Why? 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 <laughs> I don't know, really. This is true, man. I'm just telling you the truth. So this dude telling me all these beautiful things about me as if he's like my dad, man. And and I know exactly who he's talking about as far as his daughter, but he's, he's not even talking about her. He's talking about me. So I'm like, okay. What up? So here we go with, the, I think this was, <laughs> I think this was the third or fourth ceremony. Uh, so the first one or second one was my mom and this man. But then it, I think it was the third one. This is when you start to get blown away, man. Just start to get blown away by stuff. So I'm laying down and I drank and everything. And I started hearing this voice in my head. You're the one I asked for. You're the one I asked for. You're the one I asked for. And it was my mom's voice. So my mom came back to me again. And I was so happy. Like, wow, I see my mom again this night. It's like, you're the one I asked for. You're the one I asked for. But then suddenly, it's not her voice. It's, it's the other voice that I heard my entire life. You the one I asked for. And it's like they're going back and forth. You the one I asked for. You the one I asked for. You the... <laughs> and so I'm like, who the hell asked for me, man? <laughs> oh, man. Am I high in the jungle, you guys? Really? Am I just a stoner now? This dude is just high. Damn drugs, right? But really, it's anything but that. Um, so... My mom is there, and then my mom just kind of fades away. And like I said, I honestly don't like using the term God so much because people take that and misinterpret what a person is trying to say. Because I'm not talking about it from some religious perspective. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about it from a perspective of there is somebody out here that's the creator of all this stuff. I don't care what anybody says. That's my own personal opinion, and that's my experience. So it's that person. Call it God, Yah, Father Yah, I am, universal power, whatever, every term, man, people got so many names. I just sometimes use the least common denominator and say God because that's what most people can identify with easily because my vernacular has changed a little bit. 
So I do feel like God is talking to me at this moment. And so it went from my mom to me feeling as if God is talking to me directly. Ah, the hell with this cowardly talk. I don't feel nothing. I know for sure this dude is talking to me, man. I know the voice. I know the sound. I know the frequency. I know the feeling. So I know he's talking to me. And he's saying, you the one I asked for. And this part, I forget which one came first, but that's not really important. But let me just stick to the, the one I, that, the, that I'll say first. Like before I told you, I look like I could see inside of my stomach, right? Well, this one I can see inside of a stomach. It's not necessarily my stomach. I see inside of a stomach. And I see it's like spinning, like a washing machine spinning. Not so fast, but just spinning around and around and around. And it's a baby. And this baby looks just like me, right? It's just like, so am I the baby? Who's the, what's, where's this baby? I see a baby. Like, there's a baby involved with this, man. Like, who's the baby? So I'm, what's, what's up with the baby, son? What's up with this baby, man? So I see this, this baby spinning around. And it's not connected to the person that I, that the man came to. It's just, it looks like me. I, I, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm like, I, what is this, man? Like, what, what is going on? I have no baby on the way. I, I know this for sure. <laughs> I know this for sure. I know where my tools have been. <laughs> Unfortunately, my tools don't get used so much. <laughs> That's kind of on purpose, but still, it's the real truth. So I'm like, okay, I don't have a baby coming, so who's the baby? What? And it looks like me. Okay, okay, so I'm the baby, right? So I'm seeing this baby image spinning over and over and over again. So I kind of hear these messages like I've been listening and, you know, I did all the things I'm supposed to do and all these good things. And I hear, okay, you can ask me anything. And my thing was, okay, come back and get us. Meaning my whole life, everybody around me been waiting on the return of God himself, right? And so I'm like, okay, come back and get us out of this hell hole, man. Like, you want to ask me what I want? I want you to get us out of this hellhole, player. And I, that's what I actually said. Like, come back and get us. I, I, I didn't say it cowardly or anything. I didn't take a, I didn't take a second after the question, was, after the space was open for me to ask something. I said, come back and get us. And then right away, right back, just as quickly as I said it, he said, okay, I'm waiting on you. What the hell does that mean? Waiting on me? <laughs> now... I spend the next, I don't know how many hours, like twirling in this, like, what does this mean, man? Waiting on me for what? A baby? Like, for me to grow up? Like, who's the baby? Like, what is this, man? What is this, man? I, I, I'm just lost right now, son. So, I, uh, I, I, I basically end it all with that. Those are the major points from, from, that time going, what was that, uh, 2016. So now I'll tell you what happened after that. 